What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. What's up, girl? Girl, what's up? You feel me? It's been a crazy week, haven't it? Honestly, it hasn't been a crazy week until, like, yesterday. Well, it was crazy the day of my birthday party. Oh, yeah. So let's talk about your birthday before we get into all the bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, How was your birthday? I had such an amazing time. It was so fun. Mm -hmm. All of my friends really showed out, showed up and showed out. I heard you had some bad bottle girls. I did. They was thick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They came out with the sparklers. One of them had the YSLs on. Oh, I wonder who that was. (laughs) I'll give you a hint. She got $3. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, it was just so fun. It was so fun. I had a bar bag. Oh, you did. (laughs) You did. did. He didn't have no shirt on. Mm -hmm. He was real fine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um... I think so for her birthday. If y'all don't know, we went on Instagram Live. I called it Lingerie Live because we had a, a lingerie party at mm-hmm. Kiki's house, and it was so much fun. It was. I was really nervous because Dre is a girl who makes a big deal about her birthday. Yes. So being that it was quarantined, I was really like kind of nervous that we weren't going to be able to give her a good birthday experience. Luckily, it wasn't like a monumental birthday. Yeah, but you know, every year you still want to celebrate your birthday, right? And um, we had a great time. We were on live. We was all in our lingerie. We was so drunk. We had so much food, so many drink, many, many drinks, many, many food. Um, we had edibles. We had edibles. I didn't do an edible. Yeah, you didn't do an edible. But I was dead. Well, I had some of that little oil stuff. Oh, little. the CBD oil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard you was giving everybody a script. I said, that's my girl. She knows. I did. I was getting everything in line. That's what I heard. And everything in order. I needed it to go right. I heard that you had told him to tell me it was going to be some BDBs here. Mm-hmm. So I was excited because I thought y'all had a special guest. <laughs> then when I came out, I was like, oh. But still, it, it was the fun. Really none here. I'm dead. <laughs> and um, we had these little burger sliders that Kiki roommate and made. And you was eating them all. All night. I literally, I'm not even being dramatic. I think I had about 12. You got one in every picture. I do a slider. No, nah, I was lying. And then, <laughs> and then Kiki made these like jerk wings. Ooh, and if you know me, I'm them not. wings was good. I don't, I'm not even a person. I don't really like to eat meat on a bone. Mm-hmm. I don't, I've never, I've, I've just recently kind of started eating meat on the bone, but I'm really picky about the type of meat on a bone that I eat. But baby, I was tearing them wings up too. Um, Medina made mac and cheese. The drinks were really, really good. <laughs> um, we had a great time. We just had a great time. It was a it was a very eventful night, y'all. They had a money gun. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was wow. twerking. I you had, was. I had my whole booty on the live. You had your whole booty. My whole booty. So yeah, it was a good time. It so was fun, y'all. Happy birthday again to Lil Dre. Did you get a good Thank some good you. gifts and stuff? Yes, I have. I know you did. Mm-hmm. I got a you know how you know how she get down, <laughs> but so, I'm still waiting on some more. Oh, and Medina gave me a card, and she put um a gas card in there, and she said this is for the G wagon. Oh, order Bentley. I said okay. I know that's right. Hopefully, I get one. I know that's right, Queen. We gonna speak it into existence because mm-hmm. it's coming. Okay, so we gonna get into the more serious topics. Boo. Um, I know, I, but we I do have something to address. I feel like every like 
twice a month at least, something happens to me on Twitter. And I always have to get on here and address things. So mm-hmm. obviously I'm going to address this today. Mm-hmm. Um, so it recently came out yesterday that um, a very popular person, uh, I'll say his name. His name is Chris Stiles. Uh, he's a very well-known host. He hosts a lot of events and things like that. But it came out that he was basically sexually assaulting like a lot of women. Like, yeah. A lot of women. And um, I've, I've been friends with that whole little crew for a very, very long time. I've known pretty much all of them for about six years at mm-hmm. this point. And um, I, to be honest, and I hate to admit this, but when the story first broke and I saw it and I saw it happening, I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm, this is not my fight because he's never made me feel uncomfortable and I'm not going to say anything. Same. Yeah. So I was just like, you know what? Let me just mind my business. But when it kind of hit close to home and I had some people who are actually listeners of the show who have done nothing but support me and people that I'm, you know, friends with were texting me and saying, no, Lex, this is true. This is my experience with him. This is what he's done to me. Mm-hmm. That's when I felt the need to say something. Right. Um. So I had initially tweeted. I was like, you know, basically kudos to all the women who are coming out and saying something, especially against someone who's so popular. Mm-hmm. Because it's already hard to admit when a man has sexually assaulted you, especially when that man is so popular and so loved. So my initial tweet was just, you know, in support of the women who were coming clean and, you know, letting people know that their side of the story, what happened. So then, um, you know, being that I do have, um, a following on, you know, Twitter and Instagram, and I have a platform with poor minds. Um, I guess a fake account was made. We don't, I don't want to say that it is Chris behind the account, but it's somebody behind the account. Mm -hmm. And they basically, tweeted a picture of me, Chris, and two of my other very close friends. Mm-hmm. Now, the reason that this made me mad, because one, it's not no secret. Like, I've been, I, I, I used to be friends with Chris. I'm not going to say we were very, very close friends, but, you know, we know who each other are. You know, we hung, we've hung out before. Mm-hmm. So, um, the fact that he, whoever behind this account decided to tweet a picture of me, it was like they targeted me. Mm. Because they were like, oh, Lex, you want to you wanna talk shit, but you're my friend. And then in the picture, the caption of the picture was, do it look like I rape women. Yeah. So I wanted to address the picture. I, I addressed it online, but I was getting so many hate, like, mentions. Mm-hmm. Like, people were being so mean to me. Like, oh, bitch, you knew what was going on and you turned a blind eye because you wanted to get into his events. What would make them think that you knew? It's always weird to me when people say stuff like that. Because it's like, how would you have known unless he tried something with with you you or somebody that you know? When someone sexually assaults someone, that they're going to be like, hey, yo, Lex, (laughs) I just was feeling on this girl pussy and she didn't want me to. Yeah. What sense does that fucking make? People are so fucking retarded. You are fucking stupid. And do you think I'm going to knowingly be around someone who is sexually assaulting people when I've been a victim of sexual assault myself? Mm -hmm. Are you fucking crazy? For some free liquor? Right. Are you stupid? So I felt the reason I got mad because not only was this an old ass picture, the picture was like what? A three year old picture. Yeah. It's an old picture. It was an old ass picture. So you had to go back on his social media to find, cause I, it wasn't even posted on my page. Right. So you went 
three years back on this man's Instagram, or he went back on his own Instagram, and the first picture they decided to tweet was to target me. Yeah. And it also made me mad because two of the girls in the picture are my close friends that aren't even on social media. So they're not even here to defend themselves because they don't even know him. Mm-hmm. I invited them to that party with me. Yeah. And so I just wanted to clear that up. I never knew any of this stuff was going on. And when I stopped hanging out, you know, with that group, it had nothing to do with Chris or me knowing anything. It had nothing to do with that. I had no idea that was going on. And it really disgusted me that people were just harping on me and coming on me. And it's just like, I, I can't do anything. And mm-hmm. it's just so crazy that people you know, get on the internet and really attack people. And it's like, I have nothing to do with this. We need to focus on these victims here and the women who are really going through something. Do you realize when you sexually assault somebody that you're really scarring them for life? Like you're putting a fear in them and you're changing the way that they view men for the rest of their fucking life. But y'all want to focus on me because y'all thought I was hanging out with this nigga. And you was, but... And I, and I was, but I had know. no, I had no idea. So it's like, if you don't know something, it's like, you're not wrong for hanging around somebody. If you're not aware of what they're doing or what's going on. I just, like I said, I think it's weird when people try to, um, come for people and judge people about hanging around people who be doing certain shit, but it's like, what the fuck? Like, right. And I don't think any about, I think, I don't think anybody around him knew. And you know, it just sucks because it affects, it's going to affect, you know, the organization and other things that he was involved in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I feel sorry for his friends. He already or, has. That's what I'm saying. So if anything, I feel sorry for his friends. Do I feel sorry for him? No. Do I have, do I take back anything I said? The re- only reason I deleted my tweets yesterday is because I felt like, being a person on Twitter that a lot of people follow, I felt like people started focusing their attention on me. And they were like, oh, is that that bitch Lex P? I know that ain't Lex P. Oh, Lex P. Oh, you always want to speak well, up you for know, women. I mean, but I was going to say that. It's like, you know, when you say, if you're a person who's very vocal on social media um, about certain topics and when stuff happen, you already know people going to come for you. Right. And, the, and that's why I said I deleted my tweets because people were coming for me and the focus was getting shifted. Yeah. I, this is not about me right now. This is about Chris and his victims. And I wanted to make that clear. So I deleted all my tweets and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll address it on poor minds. If y'all want to listen to what I have to say, that's cool. But let me tell you something. If you're waiting for my demise and waiting for me to slip up, it's never going to happen because I'm a solid person. And I will say that right here on air. I'm solid as fuck. I'm loyal to everybody who's around me and I don't condone fuck shit, period. So you can try to dig up whatever you want to dig up about me, but it's never going to be no fuck shit. And I'm looking in the camera and I'm saying that right now because I mean it because I'm tired of you people trying to fucking come for me. I don't be doing nothing but minding my business and trying to make my business prosper. I don't bother y'all. I don't be making fun of y'all. Only time I go at it with a nigga online is when they come for me first. Mm-hmm. So the fact that y'all sit up there and y'all wait for me to have my day on Twitter is fucking weird. And I would appreciate it if y'all would stop. Even the people that fucking listen to this show. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this show and you don't like me or you don't like Drea, stop fucking listening. And I know this is shit. A sh- they know I say that every week. And you know, and it's like, and I, and <laughs> and I know if you don't heard is, it a few times, damn, you still here. And that's what I'm saying. It's like, and I know that this is a fun show, but obviously, you know, there's going to be times where we do have to tackle tough topics and talk about things. Yeah. So I definitely wanted to bring this up. Like I said, this is fun. We do this for fun. I love the poor girls. I love the poor boys. Like we've built this platform to have fun. 
But when y'all sit up there and y'all email us nasty shit, you tweet me nasty shit, you tell me I look like a man, you don't like the way I look, you don't like my body, you don't like this, you know, I don't give a fuck. I'm not here for you. I'm here for the people who love me and the people who support me, period. Right. So... That being said, there's that on that. There's that on that. So I addressed that and that's done. Um, I wanted to talk about, I want to talk about sexual harassment a little bit. Okay. Um, Cause I feel like that's something that we've kind of maybe both experienced maybe. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that this is a moment that we could use to educate men and women on exactly what sexual harassment is. Because honestly, I learned yesterday, a lot of people don't know what sexual harassment is. They don't. So, the definition of harassment to me, if you're doing anything to me that makes me feel uncomfortable, that makes me feel like my my safety is in danger, anything that I don't like, that's harassment. Mm -hmm. It becomes sexual when you're saying vulgar things or you're touching me like I don't want to be touched, Mm -hmm. okay? So it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you're making someone feel uncomfortable, you're harassing them at that point, okay? So I need y'all to understand, if you're making somebody feel uncomfortable, that counts as harassment. Right. Simple as that. Because, and let me tell you something. I'll I'll give an example of a situation. I was at a house party one time. We were all playing a drinking game. Um, And it was basically like, you had to do something or drink. So one guy was like, um, you have to do a sex move on somebody or take a shot. And he was like, oh, I'm going to do a sex move on Lex P. And before I could even react, this guy picks me up, puts his face between my legs. He's like grabbing my titties. And it's a house full of people. So me being the person I am, I didn't know how to initially react. You don't want to start screaming and yelling and kill the vibes of the party. And I'm being honest. This is what was going through my mind. I'm like, damn, I don't want to start going off on this nigga, but why is he doing this? And I'm awkward as fuck. I'm like, I'm laughing, but I'm looking like, okay, nobody going to come stop this nigga. And I'm like kind of laughing it off. And immediately when it ended, I just kind of like got up and I walked to the bathroom and I really sat there and I cried for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, let me get myself together. And then it was like the next, like in the next like hour, people was like, yo, Lex, are you straight? And I was like, no, I'm really not. But being the person that I am, I don't want to talk about it right now. Mm-hmm. So... Basically, I just want people to understand that because a lot of people were looking at the stories and they were like, oh, well, she didn't say anything in the moment. Well, she didn't do anything. Why is she waiting a year to say this? Well, I had a kind of a situation like that. Like me and this dude was really cool and he a really popular person. So I don't want to say his name or whatever. But um, he had wanted me to come to L.A. This was probably like five years ago. Mm-hmm. And so I flew to L.A. Oh, to hang with this. him. Yeah, to hang with him or whatever. And when I got there, it was cool. You know, we was hanging out. We was going, eat, doing little different stuff. And um, he wanted to fuck. And I'm like, I don't want to fuck you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not about to fuck you. And so he kept trying to, like, feel on me and was, like, groping me and stuff. And then threatened me and was like, well, if you don't fuck me, I'm not gonna pay for your flight to get back to Houston or whatever so I'm like okay nigga that's fine like I got my own money to pay for my flight you don't have to pay for it I'm not about to fuck you for no motherfucking flight and it was just so crazy because that situation happened um and he did end up paying for my flight because I guess he realized like 
That was some corny ass That's shit. Very to, corny. Yeah, it was some corny ass shit to do. And obviously, I wasn't that phased. I was gonna get back home regardless. Mm-hmm. And I think he realized like it wasn't nothing that he could do or say that was gonna make me have sex with him. So I get back home, and then it was crazy because I think like what two, three years later, he ended up coming out on blogs and stuff. Yeah, he was that he was doing the same type of shit to a whole bunch of other girls. But it was coming out that he was actually raping, well, actually raping girls and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I just thought it was wild, but I believed every girl that came out and said something about him because of my experience with mm-hmm. him. And it's just so crazy to me how these niggas be. It's like if somebody don't want to fuck you or somebody don't want to fuck with you, stop fucking harassing people right. and raping people. Right. Like, like what the fuck? Just take no for no. It's so many bitches out here who will literally just give you some pussy. It's right. so many horny ass bitches just like it's horny ass niggas. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. fuck a bitch that want to fuck you. And I think men need to understand that if you even have to coerce somebody like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. And Kiki, that, had, that's a form of assault. Kiki had tweeted something yesterday and I feel like that's exactly what that situation was. What, what, what was it? What did you say? Right. Quid pro quo means this for that. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Hold on, let me... Can I give you a mic real quick? Okay, just educate the girl. Yeah. I tell the people. So look, quid pro quo sexual harassment is you give me this, I'll give you that right. in exchange for something sexual. Mm-hmm. It could be a party promoter mm-hmm. like this person. It could be your boss. Mm-hmm. It could be a coworker or whatever. If it's at work, for example, well, if you suck my dick, you might get a raise. Right. Or you will get a raise mm-hmm. or something like that. The whole exchange of things, for whatever reason, men sometimes feel like that makes it okay. Right. But when you're using your power to to get sex mm-hmm. or really anything. They don't right. like none of that. You can't even trade stocks on the on the low and let people know what's happening, right. you know? So if they don't let you do that, why do you think that you can trade sex for that? It's illegal mm-hmm. everywhere across the country. It is illegal. You cannot do that. You cannot trade things for sex. Right. Yep. And they feel like it's okay. And I guess the simplest way that I have been able to tell people to think of it as... You may not be exchanging money, but think of it as prostitution. Mm -hmm. We all know that that's illegal. You cannot tell me because I'm fucking you that I get into these parties for free. But I have to fuck you to get into the party. You can't do that. Mm -hmm. Some people will do it and they'll say it's okay. They'll let it go. But it's illegal. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't do it. Right. Thank you, Key. Thank you, Key. Um, but yeah, so that's what I was saying. I feel like that situation was exactly that. What mm-hmm. she was just saying It's like you telling me, "Oh, if I don't fuck you, you're not gonna pay. You gonna pay for my flight if I fuck you." Mm-hmm. Like, what type of shit is that? Right. And that's I feel crazy. like, and that's still that. Like, but I said, he thought that in his mind, like Kiki said, that like was logical. that's logical and that's okay. That's harassment yep. because you're forcing somebody you're to do something to somebody, that they right. obviously don't want to do. Mm-hmm. But you in never exchange for in something. exchange for something. Now, say it would have been me, bitch. I got three dollars. So guess what I would have You would have had the fuck. I would have had the fuck. <laughs> but you wouldn't have wanted to. And I wouldn't have wanted to. <laughs> and if we laughing, I'm sorry, because I no, know this is serious. I stuff. mean, yeah, but, but for saying. real, and that's really what be happening to a lot of girls. And, yes. and that's why that's what makes it really sad. Like I'm I'm I would say I'm fortunate that I've never been in a situation where I really felt pressured to have to have sex with somebody for something. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But a lot of women do get themselves into situations like that where it's like, oh, they fly out to see a guy right. or they go do something and it's like they don't have no money to be able to get back home or to do whatever. So then it's like, well, damn. 
I'm gonna and the reason home. that he did that with you because it's obviously worked before. You weren't the first girl that well, he did course. that. Well, of course. And then we saying. ended up finding out later that he had been doing it to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. He just wasn't successful with me. Right. And I think men need to understand <clears throat> if a girl tells you no, just let it be that. I know a lot of times men think like, yeah, you saying no, but your body telling me yes. Bitch, you ain't R. Kelly. And we see where he at for thinking that way. But then also stuff, when people say stuff like that, um, that's just weird to me too, because I feel like it's a normal human reaction. If somebody is like fondling you or feeling on you or groping you, sometimes you're going to get like aroused, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that that, you want it. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you want to fuck this person. And I hate when people say that. Yeah. Me too. Your body telling me, yeah. Well, damn. Yeah. Cause you rubbing on my pussy. And I I mean, I want to fuck you. And I hate to get so vulgar yeah. with saying this, but like I've actually seen somebody tweet that before. Like, how can they rape you if it's wet? Do y'all know how <laughs> vaginas work? Exactly. Seriously. And it was so disturbing. I've seen yep. men tweet that before. They can't rape you if it's wet. <laughs> like That's what? That's not how it fucking yeah. works. That is not how That's it works. Wild. So I think men. But people who say that type of stuff are rapists. Are rapists. People. And I don't think. Okay. And I'm glad you said that because I think people need to understand the difference between like. Um, saying somebody's rapey and actually being a rapist and like sexual assault mm-hmm. because um, with this situation from what I've seen he's never actually what we were talking about earlier he's mm-hmm. actually never raped anybody mm-hmm. but he has rapey behavior mm-hmm. which means that in that situation he's just never in his mind lucked up mm-hmm. and, the, and I'll say this I feel like he never tried me because he you know who to try in those situations. He never situations. tried me either, though. You he never, know? But I'm saying, you know who to try. But you know he used to be flirting with me a lot. He used, I mean, obviously, he used to be flirting with everybody. Yeah. I mean, he used to be flirting with everybody super heavy. But mm-hmm. I'll say, like, I'm not going to sit up here and be like, oh, yes, this happened. It did not happen to me. It didn't happen to me either. He definitely never showed me any signs, you know, on <clears> my <throat> end. But like I said, niggas know who to try. I don't feel that way i feel I well feel like these niggas gonna would try jesus they well, no, I, when, no when <laughs> i say what you mean no but when i say they know who to try somebody like him knows like i wasn't just cool with him like i'm cool with your friends i know we have a platform at this point All, it takes one tweet for somebody like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so somebody like me says something it's different than a girl that has 300 followers that wants to get in the parties. I never got in these parties because of you. So you feel like status makes the difference with things like this? Like with niggas, with lame niggas like that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- that's how his mind was working. That's how I feel. Yeah. You feel like because you knew a lot of other people. That Absolutely. Cool because in, nobody. And then you have a platform. And then I, I feel like all the girls that said something, a lot of these girls were getting attacked. And a lot of these were just, you know, the regular, you know, working class mm-hmm. girls. And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying anything right. bad about it. I got a nine to five. What I'm saying is these were just people with like no platform, nobody to if like it's a difference between, you know, like Susie from, you know, the bank saying something and like Dre and Nicole saying something. It really is. Because yeah. if you say something, it's going viral like this. And you yeah. got an army of people who coming out and supporting you. Somebody right. that, you know, that's like a kind of a, you know, regular person say something. You got people that's going to be like, nah, nah, they lying, they lying. They, she, she just, she just want to be just popular. Get she, just, clout. she just want the clout. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in his situation, because he's so lame and so stupid, you know, that's, I feel like that's what he, he knew how to try shit. He knew who to try shit with. Mm. You know what I'm saying? 
that's just my personal. I mean, I could be totally wrong, but you know, right. we, we nobody ever knows how people pick their victims. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, right. But like I said, um, yeah, I feel like a lot of people are saying he's rapey, but you know, he's never raped anybody. Not that that makes it better, but I think people need to understand the difference between saying someone is rapey. Saying someone is rapey is like saying that they're a predator. Right. You have you praying you on have people. yeah you have those tendencies and when you get that opportunity you absolutely will you might some, be you, a rapist no you will be <laughs> yeah you absolutely will be you know what i'm saying i feel like i mean the guy's what five five 150 pounds so i don't really think he would have the power to rape somebody i guess uh, but that's why I, I, say. I don't agree with that because i think and i think that's a lot of the times the issue sometimes with women is that you know you'll look at a guy and because of his stature you'll be like oh well, he little like he can't do nothing no to no, me. no niggas be strong no they fuck. do but let me let me <laughs> he let me probably stronger than you no no let, let me correct my statement what i'm saying is i guess a lot of people feel like oh he's so little he can't rape is not always violent I guess that's what I was trying to say. Okay. So when he is like, if he would have actually raped somebody, it wouldn't have been him beating nobody ass because he's very small. Mm -hmm. It would have been him getting somebody really, really drunk, you know, convincing them, Oh, you got to get into this party. You got to do this and do that. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. So let me clear up that statement. Not that he wouldn't get violent, but I think his method of sexually assaulting and if he ever did rape somebody, it would have been not violent rape. And I think a lot of people need to know that rape and sexual assault is not always violent. Right. It's not you. We watch these movies and we think, oh, a girl beat her ass and he ties her up and he rapes her. That's not always what rape is really. It's so much, it's so deeper than that. It's not just that. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's what I was trying to say. So mm -hmm. let me clear that up for y'all. I don't right. want to offend anybody that has been raped and it wasn't a violent mm -hmm. activity. So I definitely just wanted to touch on that subject. So um, yeah, let's move on. Yeah, I'm tired of let's get off of that. this. It's a little deep. Yes. Okay. So my next topic is, um, I wanted to talk about advice because, uh -huh. you know, we have a whole segment where we give advice to people and, you know, we just kind of say our shit and go. We tell y'all what we think and then we move on. But I know there's been situations where shit, bitch, we almost fell out over trying to give each other advice that the other person really didn't want. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to talk about giving your advice to friends or family. And when is it, when does it cross over from not being advice to you trying to push your narrative of what you want for your life onto somebody else? So let me give an example. Cause this is what, um, happened between us. Yeah. Well, um, I don't want to get, well, I don't want to get too specific, right. but it was just like, you wanted to do something and I didn't want you to do it. Mm -hmm. And the thing that you want to do is something that I don't want to do at all. Mm -hmm. So from one point, it seemed like I was telling you this because I was giving you advice, but then it started to seem like I was telling you this just because that's not what I want for myself. Mm -hmm. So I hope that made sense to y'all. <laughs> so basically, I just want to know, like, how do you feel when you're giving some ad somebody advice? Like, when do you realize, like, for example, like if you telling me Lex, this nigga ain't got no money. Why are you fucking with him? But when does it stop being advice and it start being like, okay, Drea, I understand he doesn't have money, but just because you fuck with niggas with money doesn't mean I want to fuck with niggas with money. You know what I'm saying? So when is that line crossed? I feel like shit like that is just always touchy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like I, I'm a very opinionated person. Um, so I always try sometimes when it comes to my friends especially when it comes to they niggas mm -hmm. to just kind of like let them do what they do want. them yeah because i'm gonna have a lot of opinions about certain right. shit and i feel like 
a lot of the time, if you're not being asked, you don't really need to say it. And I strongly and, agree with that. Yeah. Like, if you're not... I just think that that's really just what it is. You just be having to realize sometimes, like, if no, if somebody not... If you're not really asking me, maybe I shouldn't be telling you what you should do with this situation. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's how most people should go about trying to give their friends or family members advice about situations that they be in. More spe- I, I, I guess I'm speaking because that's what we was mainly talking mm-hmm. about. More specifically, like, when you... When they dating somebody or some shit... And you don't like that person. It's not like it's cool to not like them. Cause I feel like if you care about your people, you know what I mean? You want to see them happy. You want them to be in the best situations. You don't want them to be with nobody who you feel like is bad for them. But you also got to understand you got to let people do them. Something that my mama told me a really long time ago that I always try to keep in the back of my mind before I say things to, to my friends about people that they be fucking with and stuff. It's just like, you can't do for your friend what that nigga doing. And that's just the bottom line. I know I was talking shit about your nigga. I damn sure couldn't do none of that shit. (laughs) Right, right, right. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, but same thing with me. You know what I mean? Because you've you've dated guys that I just kind of was like, I don't even, I don't see why you dating them. You know what I mean? But I just kind of try to keep it to myself because- I can't give you that feeling, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, that that person is giving you. And I can't do the shit, whatever they, they doing for you that's making you feel that way about them. It's I can't I could probably possibly do the same thing, but you still not gonna feel about me the way that you feel about that person. Mm-hmm. And that's just the bottom line. Cause my mama told me, because when I was growing up or whatever, one of my aunts, her husband used to cheat on her all the time. And he ended up getting somebody pregnant. Mm-hmm. And his um my my aunt's kids got really really mad mm. and started disrespecting him and going off on him and stuff but he basically raised them even though he wasn't their dad right. and my mom had basically told one of my cousins she was just like you gotta stop disrespecting this man in his house like yeah it's fucked up what he did to your mama but if you can't do for your mama what he doing for her you need to stay in your place mm-hmm. because you not about to pay the bills you not about to you know take care of her you not about to have sex with her and do all this other mm-hmm. stuff so it's like you just need to to either respect him or move out right and so now, she moved out See, I definitely agree on that. I do. I feel like you you only need to give advice, honestly, when you're asked. Mm-hmm. Because I know in our friendship, I have, you know, I've overstepped my boundaries more than a few times. Yeah. And it definitely started showing in our friendship a lot. Like, mm-hmm. we were a bitch hanging on by a fucking thread because I just kept crossing the line and poking my- But that's my- okay because we're both, but I will say that about both of us, we're both very opinionated. And know? But we also are good at holding ourselves accountable as well. Right. So it's like, when I step back and I realized okay Lex you know what you just need to shut the fuck up because because I wasn't asking you you wasn't one not only one because not only that not only were you not asking me but two it's like we don't want the same things when we're dating men yeah we look for completely opposite things than niggas when we date them honestly and we just really in, do. and I feel like just in life sometimes too you know more more specifically like People just be wanting different shit out of life. Mm-hmm. People have different desires, different goals, and all that type of stuff. So it's kind of like if you're trying to push your narrative on somebody else, and that's not what they want in life, or they it, want that's something when it different. stops becoming. That's when it's not advice anymore, uh-huh. and that's what I wanted to get at. When you're trying to push things that you want for your life mm-hmm. onto somebody else, it's not advice anymore, right? And um, I think me and my mom also had to come to this point because, you know, mm-hmm. she wanted me to go back to school and do this and get in the medical field like mm-hmm. my sister. Because my sister, she got way more than $3. <laughs> my sister makes six figures a year. She yeah. good. You know what I'm saying? So 
So she wanted me to kind of do the same thing my sister was doing. Right. But it's like, you can't want for my life what you did and what my sister did for me. I'm the, you know, I'm the black sheep of I'm the, the wild card. I yeah. am. I've been that way since I was younger. So once my mom realized that, it was like, okay, mom, you're not giving me giving me advice anymore. I'm doing life, okay? I'm alive. I pay my own bills, and I'm making shit happen for myself. Mm-hmm. It may not be the life that you wanted for me, mm-hmm. but I'm making shit happen. I'm not under a tree. I'm not under 6'10 living. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to suck and fuck to live. I mm-hmm. suck and fuck because I want to. <laughs> it's a difference now, Annie. Okay? But what I'm saying is, it's like when you start to try to push your narrative on somebody, like I said, it's not advice anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what I was doing to you Mm -hmm. at one point. I just kept being like, oh, don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do that. And I'm like, okay, I'm not telling her this because of, you know, that I don't like this nigga. I'm telling her this because my selfish reason, and this is how I want my life. So I feel like she's supposed to be living her life like I want her to. Well, that's what I was going to say, too. That's what I was going to ask. Because I feel like sometimes, too, people give people advice for their own selfish reasons. Because, like, for example, in our situation, I felt like, yeah, you definitely wanted what was best for me. But then you also didn't want me to do certain things because it was going to affect things that we had going on. And, And I still stand by that now because (laughs) now that came from me knowing you because you're just like my sister and you're just like my mom y'all will start something and don't even give it a chance to fucking breathe and you're like okay i'm done Mm -hmm. and i was like i'll be damned if we start this fucking podcast this fucking show and you don't even let us fucking try and he was like oh no bitch this ain't working i'm about to go do this and do that i'm like no you're not gonna do that. That is me. And I'm like, I'll be on to the next thing. Yeah, real quick. like I, know I get you, bored with you. Stuff. Do you definitely don't give things a time to breathe and mm-hmm. grow? And I was just like, I'm not letting you do this because, bitch, I'm involved in this now. Like, this is something that I know that we could do. So, just to let you poor girls and poor boys know, it wouldn't be here if I didn't <laughs> push for y'all. Because Drea was done with it. She was like, I oh, wasn't bitch. done with it. You wasn't I, fucking with it. No, I wasn't done with it. I'm just the person who I be feeling like, and I guess maybe that's part of my problem i just be feeling like i could do everything like i could do this i could do poor minds and then i could still do all this other shit too that's in my mind what i really thought i'm like i, I could we could still do poor minds but i'm gonna still do this too mm-hmm. yeah but it wasn't gonna happen though because i know it you. probably wasn't yeah, I, I know that's what i'm saying it probably wasn't so i feel like yeah that was for my now that situation it was a little bit for myself and <laughs> reasons but it was also because I don't know. I just, I I felt like you wasn't ready. And we both agreed now. You did say you wasn't ready. But. Yeah, I wasn't. But that was me pushing my advice on you. And I did cross the line. But I'm happy that I did. In that situation. Now. In that situation. Now. Because we was like not fucking with each other for a long time. Like, I was like, this bitch, get on my fucking nerves. And that's what I was. And that's what (laughs) I want to talk about, too. Because I felt like. I, in my position, I was not jealous. I was not hating. I just wanted more for Drea at the time that I felt was more. At the time, she was getting a lot and still. But I'm just saying, like, that's not what I wanted for you. But I didn't vocalize that correctly. So it was coming off to you like I was jealous, like I was hating, like I wasn't happy for you. Right. So that's when the miscommunication started. Because... I just started telling you shit, what you should be doing and what you need to be doing. And you wasn't even asking me. Mm -hmm. It's like, why was I opening my mouth to say this shit when you didn't even ask me? Mm -hmm. And I just kept being like, well. And then it was all the time. And it was all the time. I used to be like, bro. (laughs) It was. I get it. 
I know. So, you know, and I do apologize for that. Cause like I said, I was no, overstepping. Cool. You don't gotta apologize. I mean, I'm not again. apologizing now, but you know, bitch. And it got to a point to where when we decided to forgive each other, uh-huh. it was like a three month span where I uh, I had to apologize to you every day. Cause you was always getting drunk and be like, Lex, you hurt me. <laughs> I'm like, bruh, how many times do I have to tell you I'm sorry? Well, I can't, but that's how I be. I don't know why I be like that. It's so crazy because me and one of um me and Kiki friends had a conversation last night and I was just telling him because I was drunk and I'm just telling him I'm like what the fuck I was like you just really be doing whole ass shit and he was like dang Drea at this point what do I gotta do he was like what I gotta do I told you I'm not perfect like I make mistakes and stuff like that he was like what do I gotta do I told you I'm sorry and you one thing because I was like you lied to me you could have told me the truth you lied me. And that's one thing about you. It's like, I feel like, and it was one point where I was feeling like, damn, bitch, if you're going to forgive me, fucking forgive me. Yeah. But if you not, then tell me that so I can stay from away from you. Because I've done what I needed to do on my end. But if every time we hanging out and we getting drunk and you being like, Lex, <laughs> I can't believe you. I'm like, come on, bro. No, for real. I It was bad. It was bad. It and was I will bad. say, honestly, but I will say too, the last it wasn't time- more so honestly and I think I told you this too I don't think it was so much it it was partially that I did feel that way about you but then I think I was just all around with the whole situation just like hurt and I think and I and feel we like it was easy that. for you it was easy for for you to be the person that I blamed for a lot of things mm-hmm. and I think we you did know? I think the last time we got into it was after we recorded that podcast and we were coming to Kiki's house and we sat in the car for like an hour mm-hmm. but I think when we actually broke it down mm-hmm. and we realized we realized, okay, this is why this is happening. Mm-hmm. And I think our communication just got so good. We came down to the reason why mm-hmm. you kept bringing it up. And it honestly, it had nothing to do with me at that point. It was just easy for you to let out your emotions on me. Yeah, because you were part of like I why, was part of the reason. why I felt like things didn't turn out the way that it should have or that I thought it should have or whatever. And I feel like because you were always around you were just the easy target because it's like well partially well, and you did do yeah. this and you I, know that you but did you know that. what it was every time something <clears throat> went wrong in that situation I would happen to be there because we were around each other so much mm-hmm. so it was easy for you to be like you wasn't gonna do that with him with that person mm-hmm. so it's like well I'm about to cuss you out because this is the reason why this is happening mm-hmm. and that was a lot where it came from yeah. you know but that's true that's I think true. in our growth of our friendship and our business relationship we have learned there's a difference between like I said giving do advice do you feel like I do that to you what like give you my opinion about your nigga I think you used to but, I but think, not no more no I think we both stopped doing that unless I ask you something I don't really be but I don't talk about my niggas that much yeah, I'm not a person. I'm not a person that be like, girl, my nigga, my nigga. I yeah, do, I do not talk about my. The most time y'all hear me talking about my niggas is on the fucking podcast. Mm-hmm. I might bring up something if I'm like texting him or if I'm going to his house or he sent me some gifts or something like. I might say something like that, but I'm not. I do. I don't. I love these niggas, but I don't <laughs> fuck with these niggas. Okay, there's a big difference. My life doesn't. I'm not saying yours does, but for me, I'm not the. I'm not that type of girl that my life revolves around my niggas. So mm-hmm. I feel like the only time you give me advice is when I be. 
like, bitch, what you think? Mm-hmm. Like that time, um The only thing I that think that I, I always will give you my yo my opinion about stuff when you didn't ask was like cause I used to get frustrated because I felt like the show wasn't growing at the pace that it needed to grow and I wanted you to quit your job so bad and be yeah. like me. Yes. And that was when I was like, bitch. And she just was like, I'm not like you. I can't do that. I was so I have to mad. have a job. Yes. And yes. I just used to be on your ass. Yes. Like you need to quit. You that's why to. the show not growing. Oh, that's why me and Cash used to be talking because you know Scream don't like when we have jobs either. Our Cash was like, Ooh, yeah, don't Scream you? don't like that. Scream don't Lex like that either. And I, and I, I got, I, I'm going to work. I'm, yeah. That's just me. That's just who I am. And I'm a person. I like my job. Mm-hmm. I do, and I don't mind going to work. Now, once my work starts interfering with my creativeness that I have going on, that's when I'm like, okay, I need to make a decision. Mm-hmm. But baby, I'm working my job and I'm doing this. I got enough time for it all. Yeah. I, this quarantine has been so hard for me because I like being busy so to me like if I was I mean I can do I do a lot for poor minds and we both do but mm-hmm. it's a balance now once poor minds get to the point to where I can't be at work mm-hmm. that's when I'm gonna be like okay bitch maybe I should have to quit my job but bitch we ain't horrible decisions yet now goddamn but I got time to work I was yeah I was talking to my friend Lynn last night because you know Lynn is like that too and she because because I never really understood why she um still would, would be working at sweet I'd be like you got a good job like why do you still work at sweet and she was like I don't never want to not be comfortable like I gotta work and it's like if you have extra time why not yeah and she was just like I think you're just so 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 much of a risk taker like you just the type of person who you gonna quit your job and you literally will not know where you about to get money from right but you just be like fuck it I'm over this shit yeah and so you just expect everybody else to be like that because you always end up being okay right and I and I just look at and I will say that is a risky way to live your life like now that I've gotten older I really have realized like that's not the best advice to give people really like ain't. i just ended up being okay in life luckily but really and truly that shit is dumb but I'm, <laughs> to be I'm just in, quitting and jobs say, and not knowing what you're gonna do because i'll you say know? this you gotta look at it like this the only reason i'm ever quitting a job and not doing and not yeah. working is because of my other business endeavors popping off you know what I'm saying? Like, you were lucky enough to be in a situation with a person who was always going to make sure you straight. That is very fucking rare. But very no. Very fucking rare. But even before that, Lex, let's keep it 100. Because I don't ever want people to think that just because I got in a certain situation that made me that way. I literally been this way my whole life. I just be, I be tired of shit. And I be like, fuck it. I'm not doing this no, no more. No, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm not saying that that was the only reason. Because, <laughs> I mean, when you first moved to Atlanta, you was making a lot of money. You was bartending. Yeah. And and like, you've always been that person. Like, if, you, if you're if you tired of this job, you're going to go to this job or this mm-hmm. job. That That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, from a business point of view, mm-hmm. I look at how successful, like, horrible decision is. Mm-hmm. Mandy just quit her fucking job. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. and Mandy was able to build that empire and, and still, still work. be working. I yeah. look at how successful Cocktails is, and Kiki still works well. She be on live, her and Medina, but she be she be working <laughs> barely. <laughs> but she be there. But I will say, like Kiki is still working, and so I feel like, bitch, I still got motherfucking time to yeah. work. You know what I'm saying? But I get what you're saying. Like that was an example for you. Like yeah, that's the. I feel like I was very overbearing. Very like, overbearing. I'm like always like no fucking licks. Quit your job. But that's why I'm happy because you know what I will say. I'm so glad that we have a third person in our friendship now in Kiki because I feel like Kiki is definitely a little bit of both of us. You think so? Yes, I feel like Kiki has the balance that we needed in our 
our friendship sometimes. I feel like sometimes I'll tell she you. She says she feels like you're a little bit of both of us. Like you are, you balance us because sometimes I'll tell you something, but then Kiki will tell you, be like, yeah, well, Kiki said. I'm like, well, I said the same thing. But okay. All right. All right. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like, you know, sometimes. I think Kiki has a calmer approach. She does. And I think that's what it is. Um, but I will say like. Getting back, getting back to the topic yeah. again. Um, I feel like that's where our friendship has grown. We don't give each other the other person advice unless, unless we, ask. we ask. But I feel like that's important in all your friendships. Don't be pushing your opinion and pushing your advice on somebody unless they fucking ask. Yeah. Do not just be like, "Well, girl, I think you need to do this." Yep. Shut up. Sometimes because it will. It's 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 gonna cause freak shit all the time. It's going to because it's like eventually that person just gonna be like, "Damn, like bitch, I fuck with you, but I did not ask you that. I did not fucking ask your. I ass did not ass. ask your ass. Mm-hmm. Like, just leave me alone about this shit." But yeah, so yeah, so let us know how y'all feel about you know crossing the line. I'm gonna skip this one and go to the six. Um, so let me know how y'all feel about uh, giving somebody advice <laughs> or crossing the line. Why <laughs> you wanna skip no, that one? That's a funny one. We gonna do that one next week. We gonna say that because because we're pressing. I feel like time. this been a serious episode. It's all right though. That's okay. all right. We gonna get into the bed. The bed. Hey. The bed. Hey. The bed. So we wanted to use. <laughs> this topic today to give y'all a health lesson. Part of the reason why I think it's funny to talk about this is because you know we be doing our little well, y'all. I don't know if y'all seen the little clips that we been posting on uh Instagram and stuff, but you know we doing our little show or whatever, our little reality show. Mm-hmm. And for the for the one that we're gonna do today, one of the questions is, did you smell anybody pussy at my party? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's one of the questions. You know who came up with that question? I did not see it. You know who came up with it though? I'm fucking dead. <laughs> so that's one of the questions. Did you smell anybody's pussy? No, I didn't. But I was just so Ooh, bad. Thank God, because Garfield was sweating. <laughs> I was just so baffled because I'm like, what type of question is that? I'm like, did you smell somebody pussy? Mm-mm. No, not you. That person that that came up with the question. I'm like, did you smell somebody pussy? Like, why would you ask? Did we smell anybody pussy? So, I think that this is a good topic because some girls, you know, you can smell their pussy. Luckily, it ain't none of us up in here. But... So, but okay. some girls, it be getting a little wild down there. It do. So, um, so we wanted to take this time to, you know, educate. Educate. I think I think my pussy hygiene is on. I 10. will say I've never smelt your pussy. Really? Mm. Even when I'm on my period. No, I've never smelt it. Thank you. But I have a wide and heavy set vagina. <laughs> so I think, you know, my little <laughs> pussy routine sometimes be lacking. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really big on that. Like, I'm really big on that. I feel like niggas can say a lot of things about they me. They can't ever say that thing. They can't ever say that thing stink. Well, I'm not. <laughs> let me stop being funny. My pussy has never stung before from what I know. No, shit. no. I never smelled your pussy okay, before. Okay, thank God. Uh, but anyways, um, I feel like, first of I all. I do got a friend, though, who pussy I don't smell. It, it definitely used to have a Didn't you say it used to be dripping? 
Not in a good way. Well, that's not my friend no more. <laughs> but she, she used to have a, a pipe leaking in there. Yeah, and that was very strange to me. She used to walk around the house with a towel and would pat her pussy all the time. And me and my other friend, we used to be like, that ain't right. Mm-mm. That thing shouldn't be leaking like that Ooh, all the time. She leaking. <laughs> She's she soaking wet. It's not kiki. It's not kiki. Well, y'all. I mean, if it was kiki, I probably wouldn't be talking about it right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, so I want you to give us some tips. Like, okay, okay. so I'll ask the question. that I do. Okay. I'll ask some questions. Okay. And say I'm a, a person who's pussy stank. Okay. Got a problem with my pussy stank. <laughs> um, so... Uh-huh. Okay, I'll ask you a question. Like every time I have sex, my pussy starts stinking. Like a day or two later, what can I do to prevent that? Well, what are you doing? Are well, you letting these niggas nutting you? Well, sometimes shit. All of them? Well, maybe hell. Well, that's why. <laughs> well, that's why. I okay. Stink. Well, I, let me ask you this: What do you do after sex to make sure your pH level isn't thrown off? Okay, one thing I always do after sex is I always go pee. Okay. Like always, always, like literally always. Mm-hmm. Like I force myself to pee. So okay. I don't have to pee, so I always go pee. That's number one. Then I also like to use a tea tree oil suppository every time after I have sex. Okay, so you use it every time after you have sex. Pretty and much, you, and you just put it up there and it dissolves, right? Yeah, because it's oil. Okay, so you know it's gonna dissolve because of the heat. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you just stick it up there. And then if I'm not going to go to sleep, like if I'm going to go to sleep, I'll just put it in there and then go to sleep. Um, if I'm not going to go to sleep and I need to go run errands or do whatever, I'll put it up there and then put a tampon up there. Because you don't want the oil to start leaking through your clothes mm. while you out in public. Okay. Because that ain't cute. Because, okay. yeah, it's going to come. It got to come out. Mm-hmm. What goes in must come out. Well, shit. I done had a few <laughs> niggas get lost in Garfield. If y'all so, see some niggas on missing 48 hours, they in this pussy. <laughs> So, so that's something that I do too. Like, and I feel like that kind of keeps my pH on balance too. Cause I feel like I have, well, my doctor actually told me this. My gyno told me this a long time ago. Mm -hmm. I have a very sensitive vagina, Mm -hmm. like almost to the point that I probably shouldn't really use condoms, but. You don't anyway. (laughs) Oh, my bad. My bad girl. My bad. (laughs) My bad. I'm sorry. want to put on my business i felt like that no i really be ocd about condoms though if it's a nigga that i don't fuck with like because i don't be trying to get pregnant by these niggas because another thing my gyno told me i'm very fertile so i'm like Mm-mm, i can't be getting pregnant by you niggas that i don't want to get pregnant oh, okay. by not by the ones that's why okay. i said if it's somebody i don't fuck, fuck with okay got I be you. like we gotta use a condom because i be damned okay so but you yeah. have a sensitive vagina okay so, so i always do that and that keeps my ph on balance too and then i also um don't use soaps and stuff that's what i was about to ask so what do you use to clean your pussy when you're in the shower a regular everyday shower how do you clean your vagina i use um vaginal wash was there is there a specific brand? I use um it's the simply something by Vagisil. Okay. But it's just really a simple wash. You don't have no type of scent or nothing. That's what I use down there. Since I've been over you here. You put it on your booty hole? No, for your booty. For with my booty, I just use regular soap and stuff. Cause I mean, oh, your huh. booty is your booty. Well, I, when I, cause I use and your booty crack will get a little tart. Man, my so booty you crack. gotta use the real soap back there. Oh, see, well, my booty. Well, sometimes my booty crack be chafing. Mine be sweat. How, how it be chafing? Well, cause okay, this always happens. This is about to get real nasty, y'all. <laughs> but you know, my diet ain't been the best, so mm. I've been I've been having the shits and stuff. So when I be wiping. <laughs> 
when I be, sometimes I be shitting like four or five times in a day because I be having to run. So when you wipe your booty a lot, it be hurting. Mm. So sometimes my booty be getting chased. I never had that issue before. Yeah, my booty be getting real. That crack be getting real dry sometimes. Yeah, I, I, I never had that issue before, but I do use regular soap back there, like Dove, body wash, all that stuff. Just mm. regular soap. Because, I mean, I feel like your booty is not as sensitive as your pussy. Yeah. But, but I, my do use, I use that serum. What serum? The ingrown hair serum that I put on my uh, bikini line. I'll put that on my booty crack it and it help. Mm-hmm. I got some eczema cream <gasps> next time. Got, I got eczema in my booty, I think. You might. I got some cream that'll get that shit. Ooh. It'll clear that shit right up the same be, day. Be, I swear to God. My booty be more chapped than my lips. <laughs> and y'all know my lips be chapped. But yeah, so that's another thing I do. I don't use. So you use the Vagisil on your pussy. It's Yeah, but it's a non-scented natural wash and so then since i've been at kiki at house a lot she be having this honey pot wash i use the honey pot which is wash. which is it's like a foam wash mm-hmm. and it's unscented too and it so works I use really that. really good and mind you i'm sorry honey no, pot is um is a black, black owned. owned yeah mm-hmm. and then another thing too like if i because you know sometimes you go on trips and stuff or you go somewhere and i don't take my pussy wash everywhere with me because i mean tsa gonna confiscate it mm-hmm. so if i'm not at home or whatever. I just don't use nothing. Just water and a towel. And just... Well, I actually like those wipes when I travel. The pussy wipes. I'm not going to lie. I do use those when I travel. Like when I went to Dubai... Whenever you travel on them flights, I like pussy wipes too. Them flights be long as fuck, and when you be sitting down, this shit be baking like an oven. It be four hundred fifty degrees down there. So I absolutely every time I travel, I get the little Vagisil wipes. I want to try the Honey Pot wipes because I haven't tried those yet. Mm. But every time I have a long flight, if it's a flight that's over six seven hours, I'm bringing my pussy wipes and I'm going to the bathroom and I'm wiping that thing I li- off. I like pussy wipes, not a sprays. Ladies, please stop using the sprays. And that's probably why. Y'all be getting yeast infections and shit. Stop mm. using them damn sprays down there. Pussy supposed to smell like pussy. You just ain't supposed to smell like nothing else. Because mm-hmm. Garfield be smelling like Garfield. That's what I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. But no, for real. And I think that's what women have to understand. Like, your pussy is not supposed to smell like flowers and all of that type of shit. And I don't think that niggas expect it to smell like that. Yeah. It's just not supposed to smell like nothing other than pussy. Like pussy have a smell, mm-hmm. but it ain't supposed to smell like nothing else. Yeah. I mean, you know yeah, I, mean? I think everybody, I think, yeah, we do need to realize that as women, it's not supposed to smell like nothing. It's, it, it obviously has a scent. Right. You know, so. And I don't like to wear panties. That's another thing too, that I feel like kind of. But I feel like what helps too, is if you do wear panties, you need to wear cotton panties. I feel if like. You do yeah yeah i feel like all the silk and the the lace and stuff that shit can fuck your shit up too and especially if they too tight you're gonna give yourself a yeast infection oh and another thing too so yesterday i actually just ordered these discs um that i'm gonna try for my next i actually just started my period today mm-hmm. huh Yes, I just ordered the rings, the flex rings, and I want to try those for my next cycle. What is that? Is that the cup, like the diva ring? No, diva it's not a cup. It's a disc. I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show you the website after we get a off. A disc. Yes. So can you explain how that works? Yeah. Oh, you have one. Well, just oh. well, just explain the disc for the people who are listening and not watching. Well, well he about to bring us. I know, but explain oh. for the listeners that okay. are listening and not watching. So it's basically like a round disc. And it has plastic in the middle. Mm -hmm. And you insert it into your vagina. And basically all the blood comes in there. You can order them in different... Okay. 
You can order them in different sizes. Like they have one for light flows, heavy flows. Oh, okay. So for the listeners, it kind of looks like. And you can have sex with it. That's another dope thing about it. So it kind of looks like um, a, a, a condom. A for, short condom. A very, very short condom. <laughs> and the end of it has like a rubber ring around rubber it. Rubber disc. The rubber disc around it. So if the YouTube. Mm -hmm, it's like can. a diaphragm. So you insert yeah. it sideways. This gonna Garfield gonna eat this bitch right. You up. squeeze it. Oh, squeeze it. And, and then you slide. insert it. And then it basically is going to hold all of the blood and you can have sick none 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 messy sex on your period. So it goes in the pussy like this. Yes, and it's gonna hold all the blood. But wouldn't the dick I mean the dick but it's soft, so I'm not having sex with that in. <laughs> That's too much. You can wait. You think so? Mm-mm. So I think that it's because it's going to be up there. No, thank you. So you're not going to, he's not going to feel it. I feel like he probably won't even know that you on your period. Shit, my nigga, a big dick nigga. He going to oh, knock can. that shit right Never out. Never mind, I lied. You can feel it. Oh, with your fingers though. Yeah, I might. I mean, I think this is a good idea. I think this looks more comfortable than the Diva Cup does. Yeah. But um, so I, just, I'm not, I wouldn't have sex with it. So I just ordered some of these because okay. I've been wanting to try it because, you know, tampons. I'm a tampon I don't, girl. I don't, I'm a pad girl. Let that shit out. Yeah, I'm a tampon I girl. I hate pads. It makes me feel like I don't I'm, go nowhere on my period except lay in my bed. And I put my pad, I put my diaper on and I lay there until it's all done. I, like, I know a lot of people like that. And I actually used to wear pads a lot. But ever since I started wearing tampons, I hate pads. It just makes me feel like I have a diaper. It, uh, it does. But I'll say this. I don't like it. The reason I don't but mind. Then it gives, but then I've realized like it doesn't let your period really flow. Uh, exactly. The way that That's it needs That's why I put to. on my pads. And then I have a very short period. Yeah. My periods last three days. Three days, maybe four so, bitch, I lay in the bed and I put on my little pad. But you I know, that's probably why your periods are short. Because I had been reading up on it. That's why I decided to order these. Like, obviously, when you wear tampons all the time, your period is not flowing the way that it mm -hmm. needs to. So, it actually actually makes your period longer. Well, I've been wearing pads since... I've never been a tampon person. I've been wearing pads since I really honestly started my period. And I've never had a period longer than a week, ever. So, you only wear tampons like when you're going out? Only time. And then as soon as I get out... Take that bitch out and I put my pad on. Yeah, I, I just don't like pads. So I decided to to try these. And then also I heard that it helps with like cramps and stuff like that too. So yeah, girl. But okay, that's what well, I do to keep my pussy fresh. Well, shout out to all the pussy warriors out there. We're praying for y'all. Call me bankroll pussy. fresh. Ooh. <laughs> so we're going to get into the bop. Hey. The bop. Hey. The bop. Okay, so I'll go first. Good, because I, go I don't think I got one. So, y'all know I, I love the little, the soothing tunes. So, uh, Alina Baraz dropped her album this week, and it's so fucking good, mind you. Who? Alina Baraz. Mm. So, um, yeah, her album is amazing. If you know who she is, if you know, you know. So, she has a song on there called Endlessly, and it's just so soft and so amazing. Like, mm -hmm. I was just sitting in my bed like, wow, this is a fucking good-ass album, man. Was it? It really is. It's very, like, like the hooks, get your wine, you know, set the mood and just get the music flowing. So, mm -hmm. yeah, shout out to Alina Baraz. That's my bop of the week, Alina Baraz, endlessly. Well, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I don't really have a bop of the week. So, mm -hmm. one of my... <laughs> don't do that. Because I've been having a bop every week. 
Mm-hmm. Do not do me like that. Anyways, um, so I'm going to put my bop of the week as Lil Baby. Oh, fucking brother. <laughs> Y'all know I love Lil Baby. He my favorite rapper out right now. So, um, and Lil Wayne. Did you see Lil Wayne said it the other day? So I'm on to something. He said that's his favorite rapper too. That's everybody's favorite rapper. Because he's the best rapper out right now. Well, anyways, back to what I was saying. So Lil Baby, My Turn, the album. He got a deluxe version. I think that's coming out on Friday. Friday. Ugh. So yeah, this gonna be my pop of the week. Okay, so shout out to Lil Baby. And also, honestly, I want to give a shout out to uh, K Camp too, because this album just dropped too. I oh, this album did and drop. I listened I to forgot it. that show friend. Yeah, the album dropped and I actually listened to a few songs last night and from what I heard it was jamming. I haven't done the whole, you know, listen through, so mm-hmm. I'll review the whole thing for y'all next week. But yeah. Okay. Shout out to K Camp, Kiss 5 is out, so make sure y'all go jam that. Yes, make sure y'all Okay, so now it. we're getting to the segment where we answer advice. Make sure if you want to your question answered on the show, you email us at askpoorminds at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. That's A-S-K-P-O-U-R-M-I-N-D-S at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll read the per- first one. Okay, so it says, please don't say my last name, but my first name is fine. So this is from Aaron, and it says, hey, ladies, I just wanted to start off by saying that I love your show, and y'all are the best part of my Wednesday. I don't know if either of y'all have had a sugar daddy, so sorry in advance if I've assumed incorrectly. It's okay, girl. (laughs) This man recently reached out to me through Instagram, and we have began chatting. Sometime during the conversation, he brought up the fact that he would like to provide for me and essentially be my sugar daddy. Mm. been talking for two weeks now but i ain't seen a lick of money yet am i being scammed into free conversation how do i bring up the money thing without seeming greedy i appreciate the advice honestly he brought it up first so just ask him honestly without seeming i mean i feel like he's getting this is the problem men get everything they want out of women they ask and they ask straight up so it's like he's getting conversation out of you already just ask for what you want just ask for what you want i would just be like okay so are we gonna like work out some kind of arrangement like what are you looking to do so i think that's how you should approach it be like so what are you looking to do are you going to like do some kind of arrangement like every time we talk you send Mm -hmm. me this amount do you want to do it weekly do you want to do it monthly and make sure you ask for what you want because you know what time is money and obviously it'd be different if you like and my really, time ain't free it'd be different if you really just enjoy talking to this person but obviously he approached you on some sugar daddy shit yeah so i think you need to just ask him like okay what kind of arrangement are you looking for are you trying mm-hmm. to do like every time we talk you give me money or like i said do you want to do it weekly or monthly so i feel like you don't seem greedy he slid in your dms not the other way around and sis. i just feel like i always say this and i and i love to just say this all the time when you first meet a nigga niggas don't be scared to ask you for no pussy do they mm-hmm. they do not be scared they gonna ask hell sometimes they don't even ask they just try to get it mm-hmm. so why the fuck you need to be scared to ask for some money period so good luck ask sis. that nigga for some money and I if he definitely... say no worst thing that's gonna happen is he say no and then if he, if he say no then and he shouldn't say no you know to move around and cause I feel like he asked you in the beginning like I mean he, he did but some niggas be caps niggas just be lying they do be some niggas be saying that they bought that like and they're gonna give you some money and do all that type of shit just because they yeah. be trying to get you. So I feel like, sis, just ask and please keep us updated if you want, if you need some numbers on what you deserve, Queen, because we got you. <laughs> some numbers? Mm-hmm. What kind of numbers? As far as like how, how much, much she- to ask for? Yeah, hell yeah. We trying to get our sister to get her bag up, and that's on period. 
And that's on period. Okay. Okay. So next question. Quick question. Hey Drea. Hey Lex. I have a very I have a very short to the point question. Do you think it's acceptable for a man to go one to three days with zero communication with you during the dating stage? Mind you, he lives a normal life and we live in the same state. Whenever we are together, it's great. But then when I leave, the communication is little to none. I also have zero suspicion of him having a girlfriend. Ah will go first i personally think that that's cool because i don't care to communicate with a nigga every day but that's just me that's just how i am i don't really care to talk to you every day especially if we're in the dating stage like, yeah and i feel like that's how relationships do get boring i mean i feel like it's cool to check in and not have a whole conversation like if it's been a day that i haven't talked to my nigga or he hasn't talked to me we always just shoot a text hey good morning babe i hope you have a great day mm. It's not meant for you to respond. It's just letting you know, hey, I'm thinking about you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do that to my other little niggas, too. I'll be like, hey, just thinking about How you. How many niggas you text in one day? See, now you asking too many goddamn <laughs> questions. God damn it. But I feel like you don't have to talk to somebody you're dating every day. I feel like that's when shit gets boring. Like, that's when you start having to force conversations and shit just gets boring. I don't feel like, I don't think it's a big deal. But if it is to you, I don't see the problem with you letting him know that it bothers you. Because some people like to be checked up on every day and just something. No, yes, different people like different yeah, things. Different if people, that's what you like, then, you know, say something. Because he just might not be the type of nigga that want to talk to somebody every day. And if that's the case and that's something that you like, then maybe y'all just not that, you know, as compatible as you thought y'all was. But personally, you know, since you asking us, I don't really care to mm-hmm. talk to a nigga every day. So Okay, we're gonna I'm cool with it. You wanna read this one? Yeah, I'll read it. Okay. Bitch. I'm mad low key. That's the name. <laughs> that's, the t- that's the title. <laughs> Don't say my name, please. So I had this very close friend since February 2019. August 2019 is when we started messing around and we began to get real close, if you know what I mean. I caught a couple feelings for the nigga and then boom. I had to leave him in October 2019 for six months because of work. While I was gone, he began talking to other women. Now he has a special girl that he's talking to. And he goes to see almost every day. He asked me, am I okay with it? And I tried to sound like I was fine, but I can't even lie. I feel kind of hurt and betrayed. The nigga really be taking her on, out on dates, going pick her up, buying her shit. All I got was a free meal and some terrible dick. But I have to do better. But why not me? He literally insists that I'm beautiful, funny as hell. He loves my energy and he loves hanging out with me. I'm the coolest girl he ever met, all that cute shit. But why her and not me? I'm supposed to go back home next month and of course he's gonna be there and he's probably gonna try to introduce me to the special girl since I said it's no problem how do I act when I see him for the first time again I like to kill niggas inside by looking fine and playing it cool I was told to never let them see you sweat I really just want to mind my business focus on my bag and look fine as fuck doing that shit that's still my homeboy though so I don't want to cut ties bitch I'm confused I really gave my homeboy some pussy and caught feelings help okay sis first of all you said he didn't buy you shit and he had terrible dick why the fuck do you care what do you care about and let me ask you this. Do you care just because you see him happy with somebody else Probably. and it's a jealousy thing? I feel like you do not have feelings for this nigga. You just mad that he's moved on and he's happy, girl. And you mad that he doing more for the other girl than he than did he was for you. for you, sis. I love you. You're a poor girl, but get get it together. He had terrible dick. That's and the he main. didn't give you no money. And he wasn't No, doing that it. wasn't the main thing. The main thing is that he, he didn't had, give you no money. But to me, well, you know, like I said, people look for different things. And sometimes, <laughs> you know... 
you can get feelings for somebody if the sex is good. There's no way you can keep having sex with somebody and not develop feelings. And you can get feelings for a nigga if he got some money. But, even what, if I, the but sex not what I'm saying is the sex was bad and you wasn't getting no money sick. Yeah, what are you mad you about? You was in a lose-lose situation. Honestly, thank God that he moved on. That's her problem to deal with now. Yes, that's your friend, but I don't see the purpose of you meeting this girl mm-hmm. if y'all don't fuck before. I think that's unnecessary and I think that's weird. Y'all can remain friends, but there's no need for you to meet his girlfriend because let me tell you something if i was the new girl why the fuck would i want to meet your homegirl that you fucked before mm-hmm. what i don't i don't care if i was her i wouldn't care to be around you and you shouldn't care to be around her you shouldn't want to care to show him that you fine bitch he already know you fine girl. yeah he already know and these he niggas are- don't care i said this earlier in the episode why the fuck do people and i'm not saying that you think these but i don't know why women be thinking oh because i'm fine and i got good pussy and this and this and this niggas ain't gonna play with me these niggas play gonna play with jesus they will so why you think that they won't play with you yeah girl i don't think none of that shit matters. and obviously like i said because all of the poor girls are bad is you girl you a baddie go get you a bdb and fuck that nigga i don't think you need to care about that situation i don't think you need to either see true i think we're gonna read one more because we're getting kind of behind because okay. y'all have been real bored during the quarantine child <laughs> and this is from a guy i'm excited okay so it says, hey, what's good, y'all? I recently been dating this chick who is toxic as fuck. She's 29 and I'm 30. Like, she has three kids and only has custody of one. <laughs> Ooh. She pops pills and is somewhat gang affiliated. <laughs> Niggas, you dating, got Car- a thug. you dating Cardi B, nigga? <laughs> the fuck? I'm not a square by any means, but I'm also now 30 now and I have responsibilities. My real problem with this is I can see the obvious red flags, but fuck. When I tell you she gives the best head ever and always has extra money to give me. Oh, <laughs> she a treat. She, she a BDV. <laughs> a what? A wait, a B. Wait, no, a BVB. A bit vagina baller. Girl, <laughs> you should have said BPB. A BPB, a big pussy baller. <laughs> yeah, she a BPB. Okay. <laughs> she treats me pretty well and I treat her good as well. But her constantly getting into fights and going to jail feels very silly <laughs> at our age. I'm sorry, this is funny. Plus my mama and all my close friends hate her. What should I do? Because I don't see her changing, but she's also really kind to me. I think you need to let that bitch go. I do too. And I'm going, I'm, I'm But sorry. she might shoot him. <laughs> no, honestly. I or think, cut him. I think that you need to have a conversation with her because it sounds like that you definitely care about her. Yeah. So I say before you just cut her off, have a conversation like, okay, like where do you see your life like what are your goals older like what do you want to do why are you still in and out of jail why are you still fighting now obviously if you a gang you can't just leave a gang (laughs) gang gang what's she gonna do that's what i was thinking too it's kind of like once you in a gang you that's what they that's what they tell you before you get down like are you sure that this what you want to do because you in this shit for life i think that you need to have a conversation with her and let her know she's obviously on the wrong road and if she doesn't straighten up her shit that she's gonna lose you I know or she gonna die or right or you really seriously because no, if she's going real. in out of jail she's having fights somebody gonna show up with a gun and shoot her ass and then obviously you're putting yourself in danger being around this girl mm-hmm. so i feel like you need to look out for your safety as well i understand that the head is good and, and the pussy probably good and she giving you money but uh, the extra money is nice but you you come on now you a grown man you don't be needing a little extra little dollar if that you need giving. that's how and, 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 and i'm 
not trying to, because I know you a poor boy, but at the same time, my nigga, do you really be needing the money from no, us? No, it doesn't sound like he needs it. He just said he likes it. Cause he I was, just like, no, he doesn't need it. He just likes it. It sound like she the type of bitch who be, y'all be fucking and she be holding a gun mm. to your head. That's why I love her. She my gutter bitch. <laughs> That's my gutter bitch. That's my gutter bitch. <laughs> Oh, sorry. I got it in the moment. <laughs> that is why he love her. But no, for real though, on some real shit though, you said your mama don't like her. I feel like mama always know best. My mama ain't best. never gave me no wrong advice about a person, yeah. for real. So listen you- to your you know, listen to your mama. But I also think that Lex she definitely is deserves right a conversation. To, yeah, Lex is right to a certain extent. You definitely need to have a conversation with her. And if she doesn't change, you need to definitely remove yourself from the situation. Well, I think you need to leave her alone, period. I just think that you owe it to her to have a conversation with her. To let her know that she's Definitely not. don't ghost her. <laughs> she popping up riding on your ass for sure. I'm dead, but yes. So that's our advice this week. You know, if you have any questions, y'all, make sure that y'all send the questions to askpoorminds at gmail.com and we're gonna make sure that we answer y'all questions. Yes. Um, and there are a few topics that I have in my DMs, and trust me, we're gonna get to all of those. What you uh, singing this week? What you gonna close the show out with? I thought I was gonna get away with it. Nope. I don't know. What's in your, how do you say it? I can't never say this word right. Yo, queeve, queeve, yo, Q, Q. <laughs> what is a queeve? It sounds like a queef. You know what a queef um, is? Let me, let me get some lyrics. Do y'all know what a queef is? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I got one. Mm-hmm. something I know all about it. I got one for y'all. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. I will love you anyway. Even if you cannot stay. I think you are the one for me. And here is where you ought to be. I just want to satisfy you. Though it was mine. I can't deny it. Don't you hear me talking, else. Love me now or I'll go crazy. Whoa, sweet thing. Well, to know you're my everything. Whoa, sweet thing. Amen. Thank you. Thank y'all for tuning in. That's what I was thinking. And I didn't think you was going to sing that this week. I thought you was going to sing something something else. If you bitches going to complain, then I'm not singing shit for three weeks now. Thank you for appreciating it, Kiki. (laughs) Bitch. Just speaking for the girls, because I don't feel like they're gonna be impressed when they hear it either. But anyways, you know, well, it's, I'll stop singing. Then I will never sing on poor minds ever again. Thank y'all for can't. tuning in. We'll see y'all next week. Bye, motherfucker. <laughs> and you telling me, bitch, you can't help but sing. You sing all the time. They well, just ain't about to hear you sing. Then let me sing what I want to sing. <laughs> you was a little off today. I ain't never off. <laughs> A little off key. I just lost my I lost my place when I was 